You're listening to On the Record Online with Eric Schwartzman, where reporters and journalists go on the record about how they use the Internet to cover the news. For the latest trends, tips, and tactics on how the web shapes popular opinion, subscribe to our RSS news feed or visit us online at www.ipressroom.com. Incoming PRSA Chair and CEO Jeff Julin goes on the record online. Really being authentic as, as individuals and in the positions we have so that we can find that place to be collaborative, so we can find that place where we honor different perspectives, honor different viewpoints, and realize that we're not always going to agree. And thank you for joining us for this episode of On the Record Online, recorded at the PRSA International Conference 2007 in Philadelphia. This is the podcast that brings you the story behind the story. We do in-depth, one-on-one interviews with journalists from the mainstream media, as well as, from time to time, conversations with bloggers, podcasters, and newsmakers about how technology is changing and threatening to disrupt the mainstream media business as we know it. My name is Eric Schwartzman. I'm the managing director of Los Angeles-based boutique PR firm Schwartzman & Associates. We specialize in entertainment, media, and technology. I am also the founder and chairman of iPressroom Corporation, which helps organizations including Target, Trend Micro, UCLA, and others extend the reach and effectiveness of their marketing and PR campaigns online using the latest new media tools and services integrated into one powerful dashboard. Today we have a one-on-one interview with the incoming chair and CEO of the Public Relations Society of America, uh, Jeff Julen. He has 30 years' experience in PR, community affairs, communication strategies, and marketing communications programs, and brings a tremendous experience as the 2008 chair-elect and CEO of PRSA. Um, He's also president of his own firm, MGA Communications, and he's led projects for such clients as Pfizer, Colorado Education Association, J.D. Edwards, Shell Oil, and British Petroleum, among others. He is a recognized expert in PR ethics, helping practitioners to step up outside their day-to-day roles to consider their obligations to society as well as to their employers. And uh, this uh, interview is primarily about um, what his plans are for next year as incoming president at at PRSA. Uh, So I hope you enjoy it. Uh, It lasts around uh, 10 minutes, and it comes to you entirely unedited, after this. Don't be left behind. Get the latest online PR tools and services from my press room. Powerful, easy to use, available on demand. Extend your sphere of influence online with iPressroom, tools for online media centers, virtual private press rooms, RSS news feeds, podcasts, and more at www.ipressroom.com. iPressroom, always on, even when you're off. Jeff Julin, thank you so much for joining us. You're so welcome. Now, Jeff, you're joining a very prestigious group of uh, PR fellows who have led this organization. And it's uh, certainly a a distinction many of us would like to have on our resume. How did you do it? How did you get to be the chair and uh, CEO of PRSA? Hmm. Luck and brilliance, I guess. I don't know. I, you know, I, I have had for a very long time a very passionate interest in PRSA. I believe that any really good, successful profession needs a strong professional organization. So I got involved in my local chapter. We have 
chapters in different markets around the country and uh, worked through there, was the president of that. And then I started working at the national level and committees and things like that and got very interested in being on the board of directors. And I really have been very thoughtful as I've, I've moved through the process. And each year that I ran for an office, because we have uh, officers, obviously, of our board of directors, I decided, you know, I had to think about, you know, do I want to do that job? Can I do that job? And what do I bring to it? So when time came to think about the, the chair, I had to step back and say, okay, I've done all these other things. Do I really want to do this? And one of the things that I've, I've discovered uh, being here at our international conference, and this is not a new thing because I, I think about it frequently as I meet our members at the chapters or at uh, we have a leadership rally every year where leaders come and get trained and things like that. But when you are with our members and you see how excited they are, how passionate they are about the profession that we all do, about public relations, and about PRSA, uh, it is an honor to be chosen to lead this group of people that really want to make a difference in our profession, a profession that really can make a difference in our communities and in the world, if you will. So uh, it wasn't a hard choice to make. Um, again, what a great honor, what a great opportunity uh, to, help, uh, to help lead because PRSA is a team sport. So it's not about me. It's, how, it's about facilitating all the great ideas and the passion of all our members. Tell me about your firm, MGA Communications. Okay. MGA Communications is Denver-based. We are a public relations marketing and research firm. Um, Our emphasis over the years, our legacy work, is in what we call stakeholder work, which if you look at target audiences, you have stakeholders and consumers and customers. Stakeholders are all those people that can affect your business but don't buy your product. So it's shareholders, community members, employees, consumer groups, uh, activist groups, etc. And it's important that businesses strategically reach out to those groups and build relationships with them in order to advance their business. And that's a lot of what MGA uh, focuses on. So are you, how are you going to meet the needs of your business and the needs of an organization like this at the same time? I've got to think it would, it's a huge commitment. It is a huge commitment. And uh, I have been preparing for this. My firm has been preparing for this. Uh, the staff and, and uh, the, my fellow principals at MGA are all uh, understand the kind of commitment this is going to take. And so we're structuring ourselves in a way that, that I will still be part of the business, absolutely, and part of client service. Um, but I have a, a big job ahead of me next year, and I need to deliver on that. So we will balance those things out. Now, you mentioned that your road to national office started at the chapter level. Correct. Tell us about that. How did you get involved with PRSA originally? Uh, the short story, which it really is pretty short, um, I, I'm pretty passionate about professional organizations, I guess, in general, or at, at least being a part of my professional organization. My father modeled that behavior. He was an engineer. And he did his group, too. And um, so I, I joined, and I was sort of involved, and then I was having breakfast one day with one of the officers of our chapter, and making comments about things we could do better and whatnot. And she looked at me and she said, so uh, what do you want to get involved with? I said, well, I don't know. And she said, well, here, there's a committee. I think you'd be good on this committee and let's get you involved. So I joined the committee and must have done a good job because then I got asked, asked to chair a committee and then I got asked to run for the board and, and uh, eventually became president of the chapter. And so it was just a, a process of of taking opportunity and committing myself to the job at hand and building a reputation within the organization. Tell us about your background. You've been doing PR for 30 years, yes? 30 years? No. 
Yeah, it is 30 years. <laughs> it's a long time. I try not to think you about that part. You don't, I, I thought maybe I blew <laughs> it on my research. Oh, that's the right one. You're supposed to say, gosh, you look 38. Um, but no, it, it is 30 years, and it's been a long time. And I, I actually kind of fell into PR. Um, when I graduated from, from college, I was interested in advertising and a wholly different kind of thing. They're all communications related. I was very interested in employee relations. And I, my, as I mentioned, my father was an engineer, and a mining engineer. And the company had a great program for, for employees, children who would get jobs during the summer and work at the mine sites and make lots of money from going to college. And as I watched the dynamics of uh, one mine that this company had that was a union uh, shop and one mine that was an open shop, and I watched the employer-employee dynamics, I thought, this is interesting to me. And there's got to be a better way to, to have collaboration and, and cohesion in the employer-employee process. So I got really interested in employee relations and actually was working to, to try to track to get into that company and their employee relations program. And uh, the mining industry was in a, a quiet period at that time, and it wasn't quite happening. And then a, a job came open in their public relations department. And a friend of mine called me, and who knew about it, and said, you're perfect for this. So I applied for it, I got it, and I became a public relations person. So 30 years of perspective in the practice of public relations. Mm-hmm. And here we are today, um, and you're president. You're, you're going to be CEO of PRSA. Yeah. Why now? What is happening now that makes it particularly interesting for you to make this take this step? You know, I think from where I started, the thing about employee relations that was interesting to me was the relationship between the two groups, the employer and the employee. Public relations is about relationships. It's about relationship development, about relationship enhancement. That sounds very technical and whatnot, but it's, it is about human beings and how they interact how they behave with one another, and how they can advance one another by collaboration, by respect, um, by understanding the, the dynamics of being human. And I, I just find that incredibly interesting and exciting and think that I've got some skills to help advance that. And uh, that's why it's so important to me to be part of PRSA, to advance public relations. But it also is part of being a leader and, and having a wonderful opportunity to use my facilitation skills, my leadership skills, to advance an organization. So it's a great combination of, of uh, my, my skills and my passions coming together. What, is, what are the greatest challenges facing PRs in industry today? Uh, you know, I, I, this may sound kind of, of hokey, I suppose, but uh, they really are opportunities more than challenges. Um, there are challenges if we don't take advantage of them. And in large part because of the technology that has, uh, as technology has evolved and, and uh, created the opportunity for instant communication, I think we have an unbelievable opportunity to start really looking at the relationship aspect of communication and say, okay, we're communicating frequently, we're communicating quickly, how is this advancing us as human beings and the relationships we have with one another individually and the relationships we have with one another in our communities and in, in our companies and in, in the, the organizations and the entities in which we work and, and, and live and, and uh, play to some degree, I suppose. And what are your goals as president? What, what, will you, what are your objectives? What will you try to achieve? Well, uh, on, on an organizational level, one of my jobs this year as the chair-elect of uh, PRSA 
is to manage the strategic planning process. Uh, we are in a, uh, currently developing a strategic plan for the next three years. The strategic plan that we're working with ends this year. So one of my, my hopes and dreams for next year is to start implementing the, uh, the business plan that will, will come out of that strategic plan and start building for the next phase of PRSA. PRSA is in very good shape financially. It's in very good shape in terms of the number of members we have. I, I think our member satisfaction is, is, is quite good. And so now what do we do? Where do we go? And the strategic plan addresses some of that vision of, you know, okay, what else do we want to be to our members? What else do we want to be to public relations? And now we have to say, okay, we got the vision. How do we make that happen? How do we implement a program that builds on the success we're having and creates a, a whole new dynamic for PRSA and a whole new ability to serve the public relations profession. So this will be, 2008 will be a year of building, uh, to some degree a year of assessment, because we know that, that we need to look deeper at, at some of the things we do and find out you know, why we're doing them, who wants them, who needs them, how do they need them, those kinds of things. So it, it'll be a very interesting year, but a year of building and assessment. Now you've obviously invested a lot of time and energy into this organization. What has the organization done for you professionally? Professionally, well, I say frequently that leadership, being in leadership in PRSA is, from my perspective, our most important professional development program. I have learned a tremendous amount about my own leadership skills, about advancing my my facilitation skills, about human dynamics, about public relations itself. Um, about uh, the different approaches that people take to the business, to the profession. Um, I've learned a tremendous amount. I've I've jokingly said over the last year that this job as chair is like getting an MBA, except you don't get the initials when you're done. Um, You learn a lot about business, a lot about organizational behavior, a lot about management, and a whole lot about leadership. What's the biggest surprise in, in being involved, as, as, as you've become more and more involved with PRSA, mm-hmm. what is most surprising to you? What, what revelations, what, what have you learned that was counterintuitive to you when you first got involved? You may laugh at this one. I, honestly, managing the calendar. <laughs> you have a lot of people ask, you know, needing you and needing your time. And try to, to juggle that and try to, to be respectful and fair and, and give people the time that they need and, and not eat away at your, your own time and your business, etc. It's not so much a surprise it is, oh my gosh, now what do I do? But, you know, it'll all work out. And uh, it's a great organization and we'll figure out that calendar. We'll figure out how to how What to have you been doing at conference time. this year? Give us some of your highlights. Well, actually, as chair-elect and as chair, uh, you don't attend much of the conference because you're doing interviews with people like Eric. Um, and you're doing a lot of, of meeting with people that want to get together with you and talk about what's happening next year, et cetera. So I've made sure that I'm at all the keynote events. Um, I haven't really been to the breakouts. I understand they're going very well, however. Uh, so I, the, the highlights for me of, um, on the conference have been the keynote addresses. I think we've had some terrific speakers this year, and particularly Mia Farrell and Tim Russer in very different ways, but in some respect, in the same way, in that Mia Farrell talked about uh, the responsibility that knowledge 
imparts to you. And, and whether it's the issues she's interested in or just issues in general, I think public relations people are aware of, of uh, human issues, you know, whether they're as, as serious and dramatic as Darfur or some other community issues. And that gives us a responsibility to help do something about it, whether it's with our companies or our clients or, or whatever. Tim Russert, in, in the same vein, said, we all have a responsibility to uh, advance civility is not his words necessarily these are mine but but he spoke to me in 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 the way i feel about this about civil discourse and being respectful to one another being authentic i i I hope we never overuse that word really being authentic as, as individuals and in the positions we have so that we can find that place to be collaborative so we can find that place where we honor different perspectives honor different viewpoints and realize that we're not always going to agree but we can w- move forward more successfully if we are more positive about one another and what we have in common. Jeff, for those people who may be listening to this podcast and not members of PRSA, why should they consider joining? Well, I'd go back to why join in the first place. I, I don't know how you can advance yourself as a professional if you don't concentrate on doing that with professional development in particular and with giving yourself the opportunity to surround yourself by other professionals and, and do a comparison and learn from them and, and, and grow with them. And a professional organization, from my perspective, is the only way to do that. Um, sure, you can get classes online and, and you can go to a, a class at a, a college or university, but being part of the community is a very different learning experience and a very rich learning experience. So if you want to advance yourself in the career, join a professional association. My professional association of choice for communication professionals is PRSA. It's, it's a great organization with terrific people in it that are all you know, ready to help one another grow and to grow the profession. I don't know why you, you wouldn't be a part of it. Jeff Julin, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. You've been listening to On the Record Online with Eric Schwartzman, where reporters and journalists go on the record about how they use the web to cover the news. For the latest trends, tips, and tactics on how the web impacts corporate reputations, subscribe to our RSS news feed or visit us online at www.ipressroom.com. 